Greetings, greetings, and welcome to another edition of the Verbally Effective Podcast. I'm your host, your double E, Ina Esco, and this is an exclusive today on October, what's today's date, Paul? 12th, 12th today, 12th. October 12th, yes, and I have mayor-elect Paul Young in the studio with me. How are you, Paul Young, mayor-elect? I'm feeling good, feeling good. Glad to be here in Cossett with you. Yes, our new Memphis mayor-elect. You just won this past week. How are you feeling? I feel good. It's still a little bit of a whirlwind. You know, Mm -hmm. it still hadn't really hit me yet, uh, the gravity of it. But, you know, we've just been running, man. I'm I'm just happy because... You know, hard work was rewarded. I told you back in December yes. when we came yes. that we would win. And you did. I told you that we were going to make this happen. And, you know, we spoke it into existence. And we worked it into existence. You really put that work in, Paul, no, because put, you were everywhere. Everywhere. Now, I told everybody on the campaign trail, they probably got sick of me saying, nobody's going to outwork me. Nobody. Like, I did not see you can everybody. Me, but you can't outwork me. Look, I didn't see the candidates <laughs> out like you. Nah, and nah, it was a really grassroots effort. Yeah, yeah. you know that was our formula. We we, mm-hmm. we knew they had more political relationships, and they would get endorsements, but they can't outwork us. Yes, and, and that's that. That was the the formula, and I'm just glad that the people responded. They did, and you won, and um, the voter turnout, Lord, Memphis, what's going on with that? Yeah. You know, you ain't worried about that no more, are you? Hey, I won. It don't matter. <laughs> but, I mean, we do, we do want more people to go out and vote. Yes, uh, we do. I wish we had uh, more voters, and I think it, it, it's really more of a testament of the apathy, the fact that people feel like, man, it just don't matter what happens the conditions stay the same in my community. So it doesn't right. matter what my vote is. Uh, and I so I think we just had to change that. I think we had to get people engaged. Uh, people, you weren't there. You weren't at the victory party, were you? I was not. I was uh, watching y'all on TV, uh, right, though. Cool. But the, the energy in the room was yes, crazy. Yes, I could the tell. The excitement was, was crazy. And I, my hope is that we carry that into, you know, the next four years and keep that energy and keep that excitement. And I think you'll start to see more people get engaged when they see more people that look like them, that feel like them, um, you know, running for office. Yes. So what is the biggest lesson that you've learned from running for a mayoral campaign? What's the biggest lesson you've learned? The power of personal connections. Mm -hmm. Like the formula that we used was non-traditional because what we did was we started by just people building. Um, So say we have an event at Ina's house and you invite 10, 15 of your friends. I come give a pitch and then everybody loves it. Two or three of your friends say, I'm going to do one. And then I get their friends. And so we crowd built in that way. And so by the time everybody, and we started early. So by the time everybody else started trying to really turn on their political machines, it was too late. Mm -hmm. It was too late because we had already locked those folks in. And and then when they were saying negative stuff about me, it didn't align with their experience. Like I was just talking to dude. Mm -hmm. I just dapped him up. He is a real dude. He, he told me about the vote in the Republican, but he's not a Republican. Like that's not a real thing that you're saying. So, You know, it, it just taught me the power of people and relationships. 
when I start seeing the messy boots action with the uh, negative talk about Paul Young, I'm like, yeah. oh, no, they not. No, they not coming for my boy. They, they were coming. But but it just lets you know that we were having an impact. I mean, if, yes. if we were in last place, they wouldn't be shooting at us. And so. I liked how Mama jumped in oh, on yeah. the ads. She, she had to step she in. She did that. Well, you know, we wanted to try and combat it with positivity. Mm-hmm. And so they actually opened up a lane for us. They to did. To be able to do even more creative stuff. Cause, yes. You know, I... I I had moments where I was mad and I wanted to respond back like I would back in Oak Haven. But back in Oak, oh, they're going to bring the Oak Haven out. No, nah, we, we didn't have to do that, though. Because, <laughs> I, I mean, that's I your you. gut response. But what, yeah. you, what I already knew is that we don't need to see high-level black leaders arguing and beefing and talking bad about each other. Right. That's not the image that we need for our city. This is not a reality show. This is real life for folks. We need somebody who's going to step up and talk about the things that really matter to the people. And that's what we try to keep focus on. All right. We have to be strategic in moving Memphis forward. That's it. That's it. And we were were strategic about it on the campaign trail, and we're about to realize it in real life. Yes. uh, In this next term, starting in January. Okay. Starting in January. But between now and January, what does your life look like? Um, you know, we, we have to build the team. I mean, the so most important thing is building the team who are going to be the people that are around me. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, the mayor can only do so much, but you get the right people on your team. You can make some amazing things happen. So we're building the transition team right now. Uh, they're going to help me, you know, come up with recommendations for people. We're going to talk to the people in existing roles and, Obviously, some of them will probably stay. Some of them will move on. But we're going to make sure that we got the best people for each job. For me, it's not about, um, you know, cronyism and bringing in. Like, nah, we want to make sure. Yeah, we want to make sure that you are right for this job. Yes, yes. And so the uh, Downtown Memphis Commission, their role will no longer be. I, I saw you guys are already trying to fill that role. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're posting that job. It might be posted now. Um, and we have a board meeting that's coming up where we'll uh, talk about the search committee. But there'll okay. be a committee that'll be formed, and they will hire you know somebody who's great for that job. So you well. won't be a part of that decision. I'll be around. I mean, okay. certainly I'll be informing the process, but it's the board's decision. Okay. And another question I have uh, about my alma mater, Lamorne College. You LLC. are on the board yes. of trustees. Yeah. Will you remain on the board? I probably will step off, but I hadn't okay. I hadn't had any conversations yet, so I don't know. I was I wondering, know. is that a conflict? I feel like it might be. That's why I might yeah. step off. But yeah. um, if it's not, I will stay because I love being on that board, and they're doing. We are doing such amazing stuff over there. Yes, homecoming is coming homecoming. up as well. Yeah. As well, I'll be there. Okay, yes, you will be there. And Paul, thank you for coming to the podcast because you know um, we started this last year um, yeah. with an original verbally affected podcast to get to know you when yeah. you were just and we had just randomly met somewhere. We too. met at Connect you, Music. <laughs> yeah, remember? I remember like, nah, we need to get on the show. Yes, like, oh, yeah. yes, and yeah. you have always been there, um, ready to connect with the people, ready to. Connect connect with the verbally effective audience and um, I want to continue this relationship with you as the mayor of Memphis mm-hmm. so 
Yeah. Breaking news today. All right. Breaking break it, news. Break Bill it. Street Music Festival yeah. 2024 mm-hmm. is canceled. And I actually saw this story on uh, Channel 5 off of Instagram. And they're saying some of the reasons for the festival not going forward in 2024 includes a decline in attendance, increasing cost of artist fees, um, also the $1.4 million bill to repair Tom Lee Park. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I think the $1.4 million bill is due to Barbecue Fest, not the music festival. So, But, I mean, it pro- I'm sure it impacted their ability to put on the next festival. So yeah. I think that's what they mean there. Um, you know, it's disappointing because we need those opportunities to bring people down to our riverfront to have that uh, high-class festival uh, in downtown Memphis. And, you know, I was looking forward to it. But my hope is that, all of the creatives in our community come together and come up with something different. That That's what I was thinking. Also help fill the void. I mean, we yep. got so many great people uh, put some of those minds to work. Let's find the resources so we can execute something. And, yep. you know, this, this void may cause us to come up with something creative that starts a new chapter in Memphis history. Mm, mm. Do you think the festival attendance has been impacted somewhat by crime? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't say by crime. I mean, I, I don't think the, the young folks that go to the festival are as uh, concerned about it as, as some others might be. But, um, you know, when it comes to festival attendance, you have to look at the lineup. You have to look at the weather, um, you, you know, the the cost for to getting in the park. Like, all of those things matter. So yeah. I wouldn't blame it solely on crime. It certainly could be, um, you know, one of the challenges, but... I don't think so. You mentioned lineup. I have been getting a lot of people complaining about the lineup mm-hmm. in previous years. Yeah, yeah. And and yeah. and even artists increasing their prices. Right, right. Yeah, and they and they they noted those things. And you know, I don't, I don't know what the cost for artists are, but inflation is real. And uh, I hear Fat Joe say yesterday's price is not today's price, and I'm sure that okay. you know, there are many other artists <laughs> that, that feel the same way. So uh, I'm sure they're having some some headaches on that front. Okay, so what are your thoughts about increasing tourism for downtown Memphis as of right now? I think we, we certainly should be looking to do it. Uh, we ha- we now have a world-class park on our riverfront. I love the uh, park. The park is amazing. Yes. Um, we, we are in the midst of uh, seeing a, a new uh, museum, the Memphis Art Museum, that's going to be uh, literally across the street from here. That's literally. Be, literally across the street. Uh, that's going to be another amazing asset for downtown. And so I think we have to continue to bring more tourism to downtown. People think about it as, well, we're trying to cater to people outside of Memphis. No, we're trying to bring more money into our economy. Because when people come into our our box, our city, and they drop their money off and they leave, that's more money that circulates through our economy. And so that's how we have to think about tourism. That's that's lifeblood. We're bringing new money in. And so we want to continue to do that. New money, new money. New I like money. it. I yeah. like it. Now, can you give us some insight on what your next, I would say, 90 days of administration will look like? I know you mentioned yeah. the transition team. But when you get in, what do you yeah, fully focus days, on? Um, I think the focus has to be crime. I mean, you talked about it earlier. Um, and crime is certainly number one on everybody's mind. And what I tell people is that my goal is to make sure that we're elevating the urgency because right now we're in a crisis. Mm-hmm. Like things are crazy in our community right now. And it feels crazy. Like people's perception of safety is so damaged and it's damaged because 
all of the little things because if I park over here, my car might get broken into. Number one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> those, those. if I drive down on the interstate, I might get mowed off the road because people are driving so crazy. Mm-hmm. Those are the indications of chaos that are driving people crazy. And so in those first 90 days, what I want to make sure we're doing is stepping up our enforcement on the roads, making sure that we are uh, holding folks accountable that are doing all these car break-ins and finding some solutions so that they, um, you know, get stiffer penalties for continuing to do it on a regular basis uh, and then bringing all of the players in the criminal justice system to the same table on a regular basis so that we can find solutions instead of pointing fingers. Yes. Have you personally been affected by crime in Memphis and and not just recently ever? Yeah, of course. I mean, in yeah. what kind of way? Uh, I mean, I've been robbed. You've been uh, robbed? Yeah. Yeah, I have. I mean, it's not funny, but yeah, I have. Uh, when? Like, not. This is when I was like 21. 21. Uh, no, I wasn't even that old. 20. I was like 20, yeah. Um, I don't even want to get. Well, you, was, well, you got yeah. out of it unscathed, it looks like. I, or was I it mean, a tussle? Nobody, no, it wasn't a tussle. It wasn't a tussle. It was just somebody pulled out a gun and took some stuff. Mm, uh, violation. Violation, for real. Um, and then somebody broke in my car a couple of years ago. So, mm. I mean, I've, and certainly from a family perspective, you know, you have friends and family. One of my good friends had his car broken in last week. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we're all impacted. We're all impacted by And then. You know, just thinking about the lives lost. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's heart-wrenching when you think about how many families are dealing with people that are no longer here uh, because of crime and violence. It's, it's just such a sad thing. Yeah. Well, Paul Young, mayor-elect of Memphis, I wish you the best of luck. We have a lot of work to do, right? We got work to do, but, uh, but we're up to the challenge. You yes. Know? Uh, I want people to realize that, you know, even though we have these challenges, one, most major cities in this country have the same issues. Two, we have something unique, like our flavor, our energy, our culture, our drive, our, the way we talk, the way we just you know interact with each other. It's something that is special, and it's the thing that no other city can replicate. And so what I tell people is that I want to lean into that. Yeah. Like Nashville can outbuild us, which they're doing. But they can't out cool us. They can't out cool us. They can't out They can't out vibe us. Yes. That's just what we have naturally. And so I want to make sure that we're leaning into that, finding ways to invest in it, come up with new festivals that represent it. Uh, those are the types of things that Memphis creativity is going to take us over the top. True, true. Okay. Well, you have a lot of work to do, Paul Young. Yes, I'm going to let do. you go to your next interview. Uh, yes. But thank you so much for stopping by the Verbally Effective Podcast. Yes. And we will talk with you soon for another check in right here on Verbally Effective. Thank you so much. All right.